ladies and gentlemen, I really look forward to Tuesdays because I know at uh, on Tuesdays we're going to have a very old, knowledgeable, historical figure on the program that's going to tell us all about the likes of Billy the Kid or Bell Star or Naked Mountain Men scaring the Indians up in the high mountains. Here he is, Dr. History. Well, you keep getting me older and older every week, Zad. Oh, you're old. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that is true. I can't deny that. But I'll never be as old as you. Easy, buddy. <laughs> How are you? I'm right close to you. How are you? I'm doing good. Doing good. And you? Well, well, I'm good, but I was really concerned about it. You went through about three weeks of pretty rough pneumonia. Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm doing pretty much back to normal, feeling strong and good. Yeah, I, so I'm, I appreciate your concern, and yeah, I'm, I'm doing good. I, so. I guess I could be really a smart aleck right here and say, how do you equate normalcy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's a good question. You know, we always assume that we're normal and everybody else is a little bit... Uh, yeah, uh, but you always have. I was just kidding you. Uh, you always have such interesting stories and everything. But I got to tell you one thing. Did you do any uh, perusal of information on Billy the Kid? You know, that's my story today. Ah, uh, before we get started, let's tantalize the audience just a little bit here. Do you agree with the accepted historical verification of his death, or do you have a question mark? You know, after the research I've done, I, I guess if I was to put it in percentages, I'd put it 75% going along with the history, 25% with the uh, concept that he may have gotten away. All right. When I get through here, I'm going to mention a couple of things that make me lean towards that he was killed. All right. Well, you have the floor, my dear friend. Go ahead. Okay. Well, Billy the Kid, you know, he's probably the most enduring legend of the American West. I mean, there's been more movies, books, magazine articles that have featured him than pretty much any other frontier figure. Now, no one is really certain where he was born. I mean, some say New York, some say Illinois, Indiana. Uh, he actually told a census taker when he was in New Mexico that he was born in Missouri, so there's no re reason to really doubt that. But his real name, uh, he went by William Bonney, for a while, but that's not his real name. Uh, he was born Henry McCarty. Yep. That was that was what he was born as. But anyway, there's a little question on what his real name was and why and how. But anyway, legend tells us that he killed 21 men, that he shot his first man at the age of 12 while defending his mother's honor, and that he died at the age of 21. And that's not doesn't really figure. Um, Total victims might be from four to eight. Um, his mother had already been dead for three years when he killed his first man, so there's just a lot of things about him that are up in the air. But he's about five foot nine, weighed 160 pounds, uh, small hands and feet, blue eyes, uh, blonde hair. Uh, he actually spoke fluent Spanish. He was kind of popular with the girls, although he never married. He supposedly has two or three kids out there, uh, two daughters and a son. Uh, so they say he was not really a hoodlum or a homicidal maniac or a moron. 
he or really not just really a nice boy who never did anything wrong either. Let me ask you this. Um, Let me ask you this. Okay. I got I got to ask some questions as you roll along here. Um, I think, and you tell me if I'm way off base on this, with the research that I've done on Billy the Kid or Billy Bonnie or whatever name he wants to assume, that the Lincoln County Wars in New Mexico with the ranchers and the sale of beef to the government created the aura of Billy the Kid and he got basically pushed into this fight trying to protect the ranch that he cowboyed for. That's exactly right. Um, I mean, uh, you know, the, uh, and I'm going to get to that here in just a second, but, uh, you know, within a year after his mother's death, he was, it was the first time he was arrested, and actually he was first stealing clothes. Mm-hmm. And after two, two days of being confined, he escaped. He, uh, they think he crawled up the chimney. So, and then in 1877, he killed his first man, a guy named Cahill that was a blacksmith. Uh, they were uh, playing cards. They got into a bit of an argument. Uh, this blacksmith called Kid a particularly unfriendly name. Uh, Billy snapped back with a little bit stronger name, and they wrestled to the ground. Billy pulled out a gun and, uh, in the course of wrestling, shot the guy in the stomach. Well, mm-hmm. they put him in jail, and uh, but and here again, he escaped. Uh, they think that one of the guards was kind of uh, sympathetic towards him and shot a couple of shots in the air while he got away. He borrowed, quote, a fast horse and took off. Uh, and then he showed up at this Joan Ranch, Jones Ranch in New Mexico in Lincoln County. And this is, again, what you mentioned. This is uh, where he became involved in uh, probably the most notable range-fighting war in the West. Well, now, and, help me on some of the names here. I know that uh, one of the ranchers that he worked for that was murdered by uh, some of the higher citizens in New Mexico was uh, John Tunstall. And I looked up a little history on John Tunstall. He was a big rancher. And then also there was another ranch in New Mexico that later was a uh, John Wayne portrayal of John Chisholm. Right. And it says John Chisholm probably had more cows than he could count yes. on this land. Yes. But, but there's uh, some other big names uh, like, you know, like John Chisholm. And there's a guy named Alexander McSween. Yes. Uh, uh, just a number of names that, uh, that go with this whole Lincoln County War. And they say that this was probably the bloodiest range conflict in the West. And, and the whole thing, maybe we should explain what the Lincoln County War was real quick. It was basically, and tell me if I'm wrong on this, Doc, because of the uh, information that I had, uh, there was a couple of people, hierarchy uh, citizens of uh, New Mexico, that were selling the beef back to the Indians, inferior beef, and they were keeping all the profits and everything, and it was just basically a greed deal that started the Lincoln County War. The war was basically an economic conflict yeah. in which, you know, yes, exactly what you're saying. And both sides suffered injustices and were the victims of some pretty bad things that went on. And, but yeah, you're, you're exactly right. It was a, basically a greed thing. And, uh, you know, this, this Lincoln County must have been huge. It, from what I'm reading in my research, 17 million acres. Oh, my. Yeah. I mean, a huge, huge area with... You know, these big cattle ranchers that didn't like people infringing on their rights, so to speak. Right, right. So, but, uh, you know, as we go along here, uh, 
you know, he was involved in that and, you know, kind of an innocent bystander, so to speak, but it is what pretty well threw him into the limelight of, uh, of being an outlaw. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there was a situation where uh, uh, Billy the Kid and some of his uh, cohorts were uh, uh, met up with the sheriff's posse, and in the course of this, they killed a couple of the guys, and uh, and then there was another gunfight that took place uh, uh, in the street, Main Street of Lincoln, uh, where... Uh, some of the on one side walking down the street while Billy the Kid and his companions were kind of hiding and all of a sudden gunshots rang out and uh, left several of them dead it it was just a bad situation all the way around so but uh, there was one particular landowner named McSween and uh, he came into Lincoln for a showdown on July 14th with 50 or 60 men, including the kid. Mm-hmm. Well, they started fighting, and on the first two days of fighting, the only uh, injuries were a horse and a mule uh, that were hit. But McSween and his wife and about 14 men were bottled up in the family house. Right. Well, the sheriff's deputies, uh, and correct me, I'm just trying to summarize this a little, so throw in anything you think pertinent here, Zeb. Um, the sheriff's deputy set the home on fire. Yes. Well, as the flames spread and the men room, uh, went from room to room to try to retreat, uh, Billy Kidd basically took charge. I mean, he diagrammed, diagrammed a plan of escape, telling the others, you know, if they could get by till nightfall and make a run for it, they'd be all right. Yeah. Well, about 9 o'clock that night, there was a guy named Harvey Morris, uh, and he was the first guy to run from the burning building. He was shot dead within a few feet. But following him in rapid succession came Billy the Kid and several companions, and they all escaped. So, One of the things uh, that needs to be mentioned there, though, and I've got a question also, is that with the historical content that I've read, uh, McSween's wife and I think one of his daughters was also there trapped in the house, and McSween really fell apart under all the shooting and everything, and psychologically he couldn't take it. And when the daughters and the wife were issued out of there by Billy the Kid and the others, and they ran down the alleyways to get across this river, I understand that the uh, sheriff and all of the other guys on the other side of the street came in and literally absolutely destroyed McSween. They shot him like a hundred times or something. Yeah, there were, uh, according to my notes, there were four of them, including McSween, that were shot. Yeah. And killed in his own home there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, and and again, Billy the Kid's legend really begins from the moment of this escape from that burning McSween home. Right. Until then, he'd just been another gunman, you know, that was somewhat of an outlaw. But uh, meanwhile, okay, now we're going to throw in Pat Garrett. Okay, now Pat Garrett, uh, he just started to come onto the scene pretty good. Uh, uh, he'd been in Lincoln County only three or four years, and he would become one of the West's most noted sheriffs. Well, some authorities claim that he wrestled cattle with Billy the Kid, and undoubtedly he knew Billy the Kid perhaps pretty good. But it says that their temperaments were pretty different, that they probably weren't close friends. You know, and that part, that part is really the truth because uh, as far as the rustling the cattle and everything, the documents that I've read, they did ride together for a while, and then they separated, but they were never really close friends. They were acquaintances, and they got back together again later in New Mexico at Lincoln County. Garrett was a bartender at a saloon that Billy the Kid went into. Okay. Well, and 
I don't know if there was much love between the two guys because Billy the Kid referred to Garrett as an old woman, <laughs> and uh, although Garrett spoke to Billy as a brave man, yeah. and he's credited the other with being courageous and uh, you know uh, that way. So, but when Garrett became sheriff, he that's when he decided to go after Billy the Kid, and uh, this is when they. Uh, the kid happened to be uh, in a place called White Oaks, uh, and I'm not sure exactly where that's at, but anyway, the, do you know where that is? Uh, I'm going to say that it's but near it Fort Sumner, New Mexico, I think. Yeah, right. Uh, anyway, they were, uh, the posse chased Billy and his friends to a, uh, what they call the Great House Ranch, and this is where a big siege began. Right. And uh, they were, there was kind of a standoff there, and... There was a deputy by the name of James Carlisle, and he went inside to try to bargain with Billy the Kid and his gang. Well, they took him prisoner, and and after a while, the posse sent in word. They said, you know, you need to release this guy, or we're going to do something. But uh, anyway, uh, uh, Carlisle uh, jumped through a window, and gunfire knocked him down dead in the snow. Well, the gunman escaped, and the question of who actually shot Carlisle really has never been satisfactorily resolved because he jumped out the window while the posse could have thought he was a, one of the gang members mm -hmm. and shot their own guy. Mm -hmm. So anyway, uh, Billy the Kid actually wrote a, <clears throat> wrote a letter to the governor and trying to explain his side of the story and said that uh, Carl Idle had been mistakenly shot by the posse themselves and uh, the governor rewarded him by putting a $500 reward on his head. Right. So, anyway, the, uh, after they left there, um, they went over to Fort Sumner, um, and I know we're running out of time here, so I want to get to some of the other things here. Well, uh, let me ask you a question there. Maybe we can consolidate this. Uh, okay. At that juncture, didn't Billy... And another guy that was almost of his exact same physical stature, and they looked alike. A lot of people in Lincoln County mistook Billy Barlow and Billy Bonnie as the same person from a distance. Didn't he and Barlow take off and go together at that point? You know, I don't have anything about Billy, Billy Barlow in, in the, what I have here. Well, the, according to the records I've, I've had, they went to that cantina that night in Fort Sumner, supposedly, and then you pick it up with Pat Garrett from that point. Okay. Well, uh, you know, the, the kids' gang galloped towards the, this Fort Sumner. And uh, let me see here. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep this all straight. <laughs> no, it's not easy. Uh, Believe me, it's not. It's a it's a real web of uh, intricacies right there. I agree with you. There, there is. Uh, I'll throw in one thing about Pat Garrett. Uh, he was in Fort Sumner, and uh, he because he'd heard that the kid and his gang were coming there. Well, it happened to be a, a snow falling night, moon uh, moonlit night, and Billy the kid and his gang were riding single file into this Fort Sumner. Well, at some point, uh, Billy the Kid was in the lead, and at some point, he turned and rode to the end of the line. Uh, and this change of position left a guy named Tom O'Folliard in the front. Mm -hmm. Well, he rode in, and, you know, like I say, it was snowing, and your hat's down, and he rode right up, actually right up to Pat Garrett. And Pat Garrett, uh, and uh, this O'Folliard made a grab for his pistol. Garrett fired, shot the guy, and he died about an hour later. But uh, the kid and his gang spread, uh, took off, of course. Right. Uh, 
But then they got held up again in a, uh, uh, let's see, Actually, I'm trying to get through this. Uh, Actually, it's a, it's a two-program deal as to how intricate this thing is. Yeah. Well, they got, they got held up in another place, and uh, Pat Garrett and his crew had them surrounded again. And, uh, but they didn't know they were surrounded. And so uh, Billy the Kid sent one of his guys out, to, a guy named Charlie Beaudry, uh, and he was just coming out to feed the horses. Well, mm -hmm. Sheriff shot Beaudry, and, and Beaudry stumbled back into the, to the cabin, and Billy the Kid said, hey, you know, you're dead already. Uh, just go out and try to take as many as you can with you. Right. And so the Charlie Beaudry staggered out across the snow with blood gushing from his wounds, and, of course, he, he actually collapsed in Garrett's arms and died. So, but at this point, uh, all day long, they kept firing back and forth at each other uh, between the two sides, and, you know, and they talked to each other. And Garrett asked the kid, he said, why don't you come on out and get a bite to eat? Well, the kid said he couldn't spare the time. Well, that afternoon, the smell of the food drifting from the campfires, it kind of wore on him, I guess. But So he waved the handkerchief, and uh, they surrendered, and with a short time, they had the prisoners, and uh, they went back to Fort Sumner. I tell you what we're going to have to do. This is, I think, a very interesting story, and I don't think we can get it in in the next two or three minutes. Uh, and you put a lot of time and effort. You put a lot of time and effort into this, and I think we ought to have kind of like a Saturday morning cereal with Hoot Gibson. We ought to can maybe make this next week also the show because there's so many different running battles with Pat Garrett. There's so many running battles with the city itself that was after uh, Billy the Kid and the county that I think in order to draw a conclusion on this, maybe we ought to talk about it again next week. Okay, that's a good idea because I'm I'm trying to rush through this and it's just not. <laughs> but, you know, during the interim, what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to, in the next couple of days, stop at your office and bring you a couple of books that I was referring to. And there is okay. an excellent fictional book. I want to really stress this. By, I think, one of the greatest Western fiction authors alive today, and his name is William Johnstone. And he put together a complete composite of all the different uh, dates and times and people and everything associated with Billy the Kid and wove it into a fictional story that honestly it's picture perfect as far as historical order but he also at the end of the book and I'm giving this away for next week came up with the theory that Billy did not die by the gun of Pat Garrett yeah and part of what I was going to talk about too talks about that a little bit but uh, what we'll do next weekend Zeb is uh, since you're pretty knowledgeable on this, uh, very knowledgeable. Let's just, you and I both put together as much as you can, and uh, between the two of us, hopefully we'll cover it pretty good and finish it off. One thing we can say to kind of leave the audience uh, talking about this till next week, there was an individual that was found back in the uh, early 1900s, around 1920 to 1930, and his name was Bill Roberts, and he went by the uh, name, uh, nickname, Brushy Bill Roberts. Are you aware of this? Okay, actually, last week you mentioned that. Brushy Bill Roberts, and they did a computer scan on this man, his history, his facial features, and everything else. And I'll tell you this, everything on the computer scan came out identical to Billy the Kid. Uh-huh. Well, and then, too, uh, as I mentioned, supposedly he had three kids. Yeah. And so, 
you know, it would be interesting to know if there's any, and I'll try to do some research there, see if there's anybody that, uh, you know, claims to be related. Yeah, I, I think that this is a story that honestly is still left in the open file. I know there are those that say historically Pat Garrett did it, but when you start reading this book by William Johnstone, an excellent fictional book that's weaving in all the historical fact about the Lincoln County Wars, you have to sit back like I did and assume what if this book and the ending is correct. It would absolutely throw history out the window because Billy the Kid and Billy Barlow, that's a name that you need to remember, very instrumental in whether or not Pat Garrett shot Billy the Kid. Well, it's kind of like the uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid yes. mystery, too. Absolutely. In, in some respects, because we think we know what happened, but we don't know absolutely for sure. Yeah, and that's you bring up a really good point there. I mean, with uh, Butch and Sundance, you know, still today... Today, there are people questioning whether or not they died in South America or they died at old age right in New York City. Yeah, yep. And, and again, same situation here. You've got somebody that's wanted, that's probably going to be hung if they're caught. Now, wouldn't, you know, again, wouldn't you do everything you could to try to, you know, obviously avoid that? Absolutely. Dr. History, I just love this segment. You're doing a fantastic job. Everybody give a round of applause to Dr. History. Yay! <laughs> There you go. The crowd goes wild. God bless you, Doc. We'll see you next Tuesday. <laughs> All right. We'll hit him next Tuesday, Zab. All right, buddy. Dr. History, Dr. Ken Turner. Nice, nice man. Thank you so much for being on the program. We appreciate it.